definitely, you know, some of the Republicans who were like, my fellow colleagues, basically, please <laughs> stop being dumbasses and please stop wasting people's time. What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandy. And I'm Jamal. And we're the host of Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A, a podcast where you'll be hearing three different, different perspectives and emerging stories from three, three different, different millennials, millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Living Millennial. This is Brittany. Hey, it's Mandisa. All right, and we won't have Jamal on the show today, but we do want to send him love. He's out there, mm-hmm. you know, doing a damn thing, hardworking man. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, y'all, episode 34, first episode of 2021. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. We just got here, y'all. It hasn't even been a full week in the first year of 2021. And... <laughs> There's always there's already so much to talk about. <laughs> so much. And you're right. We really have or or today's the seventh. Today's so we're we're just now getting to the end of the week and it's like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Twenty twenty one rolled in with a bang. Twenty twenty one, the year of the five. Coincidentally, right now it's five five five. 555 <gasps> it is right so that lets us know that we're on the right track with this conversation um and just like anything else in the world uh in life just like anything else in life you know there's there's going to be powerful and important outcomes and and, and positive outcomes whether we see it in our lifetime or not <clears throat> uh so d you know let's Jam. let's just get straight <laughs> to it so january 6th 2020 approximately 1 p.m 2021 that's right see damn you see i, I want to go back now we want to go <laughs> so january 6 2021 approximately 1 p.m eastern standard time after a save our what is it save america rally whatever that they had with like tens oh, of, I don't, of people i guess yeah. in my head it was just a trump rally i didn't know they had different names it, they called it the save america rally that's what they called save, it wow yeah, that's what they called it um so you know after he made an appearance he spoke him and his son they spoke mm. um using his normal when i say he y'all i'm talking about uh the current for now president of the united states donald trump Mm-hmm. Um, he, he spoke to the crowd filled with tens of thousands of people who were angry and felt robbed. Okay. For lack yep. of a better word. And, um, used his normal rhetoric of, of, um, conspiracies, <laughs> his normal rhetoric of hate, but like, it's weird. It's like short hate. It's like, he'll say really quick, short words, knowing exactly what people are, you know what they're thinking what they're talking about that right fuels their anger um but anyway soon after that and he even said himself like you know we're we're going we're headed to the capitol right and shortly after that we have folks that that stormed and and broke into the capitol they broke windows doors um they fought officers that were in there um they uh, broke into rooms, offices, sorry, vandalized offices, left 
marks on the wall saying murder the media mm. um it was they came in they came in they had tear gas they had guns where i don't know if they were concealed or not but they had um guns all that stuff so mm-hmm. uh yeah you know and and a lot of chaos happened soon after that so this is what this this episode is going to be about it's going to be about um what how we see it right our perspective on this as well as you know just the feels that come up uh as black millennial women Mm -hmm. watching this sitting back and watching this you know um as black millennial women who see who've seen folks that look like us countless times be countless treated and mishandled and brutalized uh for fighting for real justice right (laughs) for (laughs) For basic human needs for basic human needs yeah so yeah so also hence why the energy is kind of a little low I'm 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 exhausted I haven't even I've been taking breaks too but baby I'm still exhausted I'm tired exhausted and then for this to hit and it it it's you know we're on the other side of the country but it's still um mentally and and emotionally draining um I can I can tell you I don't know exactly where you were when you heard the news, but I had been driving most of the day. Mm. And so for me, that meant that my music was playing. I'm Bluetoothing it in the car. So mm-hmm. I'm jamming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I left one place and my Bluetooth wasn't connected just yet. I think I'd actually, I turned it off to save a little battery power. <laughs> so my radio was on and it was on, it was tuned to NPR as it is in just about any city I go to. <laughs> if I can't find a good music station, I'm listening to NPR and I'm hearing them describe what's happening and and I could tell it wasn't like breaking news at the time. And I was like, oh my, like, when did this mm-hmm. happen? Am I like, what has this been happening the whole time that I've been, you know, kind of in my own little bubble, making my moves and running errands and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And to hear descriptions of what was happening and clips from um, NPR also was was doing interviews with some senators um, as they were in, as they were hunkered down, locked down in, in their safe places. Mm-hmm. And first I was like, wow, first of all, whoever, you know, got them to, to do interviews. I was like, dang, y'all move fast. NPR. <laughs> I was like, this, this going to be, the, you know, they always do pledge drives. I was like, this going to be the year that I finally donate to NPR. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember at one point I just, I just started crying in my car and like I pulled over and luckily I I pulled over and I was near um near the beach near the ocean so I got to sit for a minute and just kind of take a moment for myself and breathe and and also just like look around the people who were around at that time and and um you know I started wondering just like what these people thought of it and I'd be like man I'd love to you know talk with these people, these, you know, my fellow citizens, um, about what's going on. But I was like, I gotta, I need to get back on the road. And, and, and I also need, I was like, you know what, for the next hour or so I need to tune this out because I I had consumed, um, 
quite a bit mm-hmm. within a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to withdraw a little bit um, in order for me to, to move around. Yeah. With a little bit of a clear head um, before hopping back into it. Yeah. But it was, it was um, not, not necessarily heartbreaking or shocking, but it was just like, it was, it, I don't know, like it hit me in a way that I'm still having a hard time articulating, but I was moved to tears for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, for, for a few reasons. What were those reasons? I'm interested. Like it's, I'm interested to know, like, what was it? Is it about to happen right now? No, am I about to cry right now? No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I got I'm that face, huh? You do. You got that face, y'all. Y'all can't see, but I'm looking at Medisa right now like, tell me more. But she, she, she got eyes like she's holding back. And I'm like, oh, shit, it's about to happen right now. Okay. Huh? <laughs> be there. I'm, I'm going to be sad because I can't be there to hug on you, friend. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, but, but I am interested to know, like, what were the things that came to mind right maybe you don't have to get specific but yeah what was mm-hmm. that came to mind as you were watching that and who were you grieving for well I know one of the one of the things that I heard while I was listening to the radio that that triggered some tears was that they they had breached the capital and it, on one end, it was it was how the Capitol building was being described, you know, as one of the pillars of this justice system, um, as this you know legendary hall that um, had seen destruction, um, you know, almost two hundred years ago, but since then had been a beacon of. Um, peace, if you will, of democracy. That was a word that I heard a lot <laughs> yesterday, democracy, mm-hmm. um, and, and how people were re-examining that. Um, what also got to me was hearing that people had brought Confederate flags, which, oh yeah, whoo, see, it's, <laughs> it's about to come up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because it's one thing, to and you know I'm from Michigan so I've seen you know Trump pent signs I've been in DC and I've walked past vendors and school children on field trips on the National Mall wearing MAGA hats um you know seeing the shirts um and it's it's one thing for pro-Trump paraphernalia to be worn and paraded around but it's a really I won't say really different, but it's a, it's a, it's like a twist and a deepening of the cut to see a Confederate flag. Um, and to, to know that people still wave that around as a symbol of, you know, of the good old days. Um, they want to make America great again, you know, which I, I think, um, and I was actually reminded this of, uh, of this fact, couple weeks ago but GOP like we constantly refer to the Republican Party as the GOP but that stands for grand old party and like and and you never hear anyone break down what that acronym means but that's what it means um and I've also I've driven past people 
with, you know, Confederate flag stickers, bumper stickers, and um, other ways they've had it added onto their vehicles. And that, that always, that always gets me mm-hmm. because it's, um, I just like, I'm like, yo, yeah, you, you gotta let, you gotta let it go, which is another <laughs> Uh, uh, example example of of people not being able to accept defeat mm, that's real right they <laughs> lost <laughs> that part girl I've said that several times like y'all do know y'all lies right <laughs> right like we know you still have monuments and street names and buildings and other institutions that still bear um confederate um 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 uh army pair uh people's names mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> but like we we trying to take those down too like you lost, yeah, you lost almost 200 years ago yeah and that's but that's where their identity is built from you know which is why they whenever we have whenever we have wins when i say we i mean people who um you know are are fighting for removal of those monuments right who are fighting for a certain name chains you know our justice looks like the truth Right. Our mm-hmm. justice looks like realizing that, no, these were racist people. These were racist actions that y'all are glorifying. So when we fight to tell the truth and to really decolonize this shit, you know, that's they get they get butthurt. They feel robbed of their identity because their identity mm-hmm. is rooted in that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. I don't, they don't see it as a loss. They see it as that's their identity regardless, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, girl. So I get it. I get it. Just looking at the Confederate flag, I think, I don't know. I don't know if it hits me as hard anymore or I'm as shocked anymore when I see it, but I'm definitely looking at people like they are real silly. <laughs> like, and, and <laughs> yeah. I mean, a lot of it to me is, is it just proves stuff that I say about folks, you know, you just are proving your ignorance, you're proving your hatred and right. helpful, right? When has hate ever really helped anyone at, at the end of the day? When? Um, <laughs> you know, when, besides in a cartoon or a movie and those things are written in, in real right. life, in real life. And hate- they're expected that you suspend your, or, or they ask you to suspend disbelief. Yeah, girl, <laughs> it's the, it's, it's, yeah. So I'm sad that you were sad and I'm, but I'm glad that you were close to water and you knew to like pull over and get it together. Um, not, yeah. that, not that it was falling apart, but you know, just pull over and just <laughs> yeah. come back to yourself. Right. And release that grief. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause that's very important. I'll be honest. I did not have that reaction. I was laughing. Oh yes, tell me more. Tell me. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Girl, I was shook, but I was entertained because okay, so think about it. And for people, for anybody who's just listening to this who doesn't really know, like I am very involved in politics. I'm very involved in civic engagement in my neighborhood, in my community. Um, I pay attention and I've been paying attention for years, you know, um, I've known about this country's history since I was a kid. I came from Chicago, which has a very wildly racist history that a lot of people don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, we're still living in the consequences of that. Um, we're still very segregated. 
However, I came from a school, schools actually, that when it was time to talk about history and black history, Mm-hmm. They went outside of the textbooks. They weren't relying on textbooks. They we we were pulling newspapers and watching movies and documentaries. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like we had teachers telling stories of their own. Like so we Ooh. knew. Yeah, so we knew. You know, we know our history. <laughs> we know the egregious yeah. acts in this history. We know about the trauma. For the longest time, it kind of backfired a little bit because up until like what third or fourth grade, I hated white people actually. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember you yeah. saying this. But yeah, Girl, yes. Up until no, it was third grade. I had a third grade teacher who was white, and she, you know, I was like, okay, y'all cool. But <laughs> but and it wasn't and it wasn't because my teachers were like oh white people are evil it's just because of I was reading and watching and listening to the things the shit that was being done right the real history so so again I'm saying that to say I came from I'm I've always known our history I've always been taught our true history I've always been taught about the egregious acts of people in this country particularly predominantly white people in this country towards black people black and indigenous people of color right Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so I'm not, I wasn't, I was shocked only because first of all, I had just woken up. (laughs) Oh, word. (laughs) I had just woken up basically. Don't tell my boss that, but I had just woken up basically. So I'm already trying to get myself together because I wanted to watch, you know, them count the votes. I I had already planned on watching it because that's what I do. Y'all I always watch this stuff. This is why I don't get why people are not interested in politics because this shit is entertaining. entertaining there's always something happening okay I don't think people get the shade that's thrown towards even when even when it's not something to this magnitude like Mm -hmm. the shade that's thrown at one another is crazy (laughs) but also but in in another point too it's also inspiring because you know you get to know you get to see who's fighting for you right who's Mm. fighting for your rights but you also get to see you know who really don't give a fuck about you it's all entertaining as this hardening as it can be it's all entertaining so I watched it and um so I'm watching it and you know I'm hearing some speeches I forget who exactly who was the last speech I heard but you know I'm also still working so I think I moved the screen or something Mm. and then I start to hear like some some stuff shuffling and I went back mm. to that screen and I saw the people walking I saw the people like walking in no walking way. through the halls yes with their flags and everything I was like I was like all oh, these people a p- like a part of me forgot that like nobody should be in this building right so I'm like yeah oh, it really just looked like people you know leaving like a normal administration building or something like that and you know just leaving a meeting it looked like that for a second but so I'm yeah. still, but I'm like, wait a minute, something is not right. So then I can watch it, and I changed the news. Girl, these people had tear gas. It was crazy. Wow. They start to show like the cops. They start to show them fighting, um, fighting the officers, all this stuff. And I was like, oh, this is this is not this is okay. Not normal. This yeah. Is not normal. And I'm not gonna lie to you either. I know I'm, I know this is on record because I'm old and I'm posted. But a part of me was kind of even the very first part of me was impressed that they had right? gotten in that they had the boss to do it and that they had gotten in so the because oh sorry i, no, I was just gonna throw in that that because it all means that they were also organized like someone or someone oh, we gonna get there yeah we, we gonna get there but a part yeah. of me was impressed because before i even thought about okay how did this happen right who else mm. is what before i even thought about that 
I'm thinking, remember, I'm also, you know, I, I be out there in these streets, you know what I'm saying? So a part of me is also <laughs> like, <laughs> a part of me was also like, damn, like, I was just impressed. Like, how do they get through? Like, there's normal buildings like Walmart and shit motherfuckers can't get into. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. on a normal day, the a Capitol building and a, like, especially the U.S. Capitol building, like, on a normal right. day, that shit is on a normal day that shit it's hard to get in you know what I'm saying yeah yeah so my first part was like damn I'm impressed they got through but then as I continued to watch and I saw them interact with officers and I saw officers with they mm. guns down and they arms yep. folded don't get me wrong it wasn't all of them but I started to see that I was like oh let's let's ask the hard mm. questions the who the why the what the fucks you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. um and then I, and then of course more information came along. So I don't want to get too, too, I don't want to stay on this particular <laughs> question for too long, but I was at home. I was at home just watching, watching the votes, watching that meeting and yeah, girl. And then so I don't saw them, them white boys, them white boys, white boys and, and girls. And there was some, some people of color up in there too, but mm, yeah. Oh, word. Mm. We gonna we gonna put them over in the camp with Ben Carson, <laughs> girl. The think who, all just <laughs> the who camp because we don't know them people. The who, huh? The who, the what? The Which who. is crazy because I I just want to also throw in that because Ben Carson used to be especially within the black community he used to be someone that at least, uh, in my house we <laughs> looked up to. Mm. This man was a whole surgeon. <laughs> And then fucked his, flipped and fucked his whole career up. Girl. And then a job that he don't need, I don't, I really don't think the man knows what he's doing. None but. of them do. And that's, that's another way folks got in because they were rep- real people with <laughs> real careers, with real experience in the White House. Yeah. Especially with real experience with security and national security. They have been replaced. They were replaced with, with buddies and do boys. Yep, and incompetent loyalists. And <laughs> you almost made me laugh just now because it sounded like the intro to Judge Judy. Real cases with the real people. <laughs> Girl, real, real experience, real career, real cases and real people. Judge Judy. <laughs> Girl, yeah. So it's friend it's 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 interesting I got you know what I got on Facebook live twice that day because I was watching yeah because I was watching um you know I, I was watching a, a, as many lives as I could mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just listen this one guy and one guy on YouTube I think I think it was like TD NTD something like that I don't know but anyway he was asking the people questions. He was on the grounds. He was outside. Mm-hmm. He was asking. So he was showing where they were getting tear gas and pushed away or whatever. And he, he was, was asking, in Washington. He was in Washington. He was right mm-hmm. there. And uh, he's no, ain't nobody got masks on. And he he mm. you know with his mic going from person to person. Mike damn near licking on their lips. <laughs> nope. Again, nobody <laughs> with masks. And the people's responses to him on what was happening, like some people were like, if this was Antifa, the building would be burned down uh close enough um <laughs> and then this one oh my god girl this one lady was like i keep telling people this because my mind really is blown but this one lady was like hey uh he was like hey you know do you think 
the officers were excessive. She was like, oh my God, yes, they were. It's like, we've never seen before in this country. They were tear gassing us. They were tear gassing us and they were, and and they shot at us. She said that with a straight ass face. Never seen before. With a straight, never never seen before in this country. She never, no, she absolutely right. She's never seen that before in that country. In this country, that's exactly why she took her ass out there because what she has seen, what the information that she did get that she does receive (laughs) is opposite. We know that. Mm. Yeah, girl. And it's what and it, the, the police are not our friends. The metropolitan the metropolitan police are not our friends. The I forget what he said. The he he listed another type of I think he said maybe the sheriffs or something. I don't remember, but he listed another type of um police force. He was like, those are our friends. You know Ooh. what you're saying on TV, bro? Ooh. Crazy girl. It's crazy. Yeah. So that's what I was laughing at. I was laughing at the hypocrisy. Yes, and that just made me think of uh, something I watched, um, you know, in the aftermath as as more news reporters are are recapping on this. Um, there's a black woman, I believe she's a, a news anchor at MSNBC. And oh, Joya re- Reed. Yes, 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 yes girl. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I watched a, a clip of her talking. And, you know, commenting similar to what you're saying that, you know, it's like, no, no, they, they weren't scared of the police. Like anyone in their right mind thinking it, it anywhere in Washington, D.C., <laughs> let alone a federal building, let alone the Capitol building. Anybody in their right mind is not thinking, let me organize a group of people to bust up in the Capitol building. In their right mind. I know that's right. Right. <laughs> in their right mind. Let me get some of my my friends to go up in this building. And I'm sure we'll be met with some law enforcement because it's a Capitol building. It's a yeah. federal government building. But we gonna be good. Yeah, we're gonna take selfies and, and shake hands. You know, and walk all in there maskless, not only maskless in in regards to a pandemic, but complete bare face. They have no problem, no problem showing their face and walking in there just like, you know, any regular degular schmegler day with that group of buddies. Why? Because <laughs> white America is not afraid of the police. And as she was saying, because they own the police. They are the police. They own this country. And I was like, "Ooh, damn!" Exactly. And they and it, that's one thing that they were saying too. And, and when I was watching the the videos mm-hmm. on the ground, that's exactly what they were telling mm-hmm. to the cops or to the police officers who were actually trying to stop them, who were actually doing their yeah. job. They were yelling at them, saying, "We own you. You work for us." I'm sitting here like this. Sound real familiar? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. This one man, this one, no, this lady, it was a lady. She was like, I forget what the reporter asked her, but she said, she said, you know, they're on the wrong side. They should all just, just drop their stuff and and come join us. (laughs) What a straight face. She said this. And I'm just watching. I'm just like, I feel like I'm at a damn protest out here. Damn. Damn. Cause that's the shit they be saying. That's the shit. That's the shit. They say also that's the shit white people. Right. That's the shit. That's the shit that they tell the cops, though. I I literally heard so many things 
on repeat yesterday. Wow. Just from different bodies. And, and depending on whose mouth that it comes out of and whose side it's on means so much and can carry so much weight. Oh my gosh. Exactly. That's what brought us here. That's that's what got us here for real, for real. So, so speaking mm-hmm. of words that carry weight, did you watch any of, of the the remarks from any of the state officials? I did. I did. Um, by the time I finished my driving for the day, I got in <laughs> and um, mm-hmm. I got back in in time to watch some of the Senate. They had picked back up in the Senate. Uh, I, I didn't see anything from the House um, just from, from the Senate floor. And I was like, <laughs> it's silly, but I was like, that blue carpet is really something nice to look at. <laughs> Some expensive ass pattern. They got there. <laughs> you are hilarious. That's the stage manager in you. You like, Ooh, am I? Mm. and I was like, they got all these camera <laughs> angles in here. Who set this up? <laughs> <laughs> Can't turn it off, girl. Can't I can't. Turn it off. I can't. Every time they would, <laughs> one of them would go for their mic. I was like, so is somebody hitting a mute button on you? And it, does it automatically clip in? <laughs> like, who set this up? Right. How like, this work? Did you do a sound test? <laughs> yeah, that's that's gonna be Mandisa's next announcement. She's gonna be <laughs> she's gonna be in somebody's White House or somebody's uh behind set on somebody <laughs> for somebody's diaz. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> capital building watch out but um yeah yeah I I heard some uh and it was mostly from I mean it was a mix of Democrats and Republicans um but definitely you know some of the Republicans who were like my fellow colleagues basically please (laughs) stop being dumbasses (laughs) and please stop wasting people's time time the first congressional or sorry the first um yes the first congressional session of this year we are almost a full year into a pandemic that has that has not only ripped through this country and continues to rip through this country but has disproportionately affected communities of color and has put so many people out of work, including small mm-hmm. business owners from all walks of life. Millions of people are struggling. Ooh, you wrote a speech yourself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we have millions of people struggling who are just now getting a second helping of, of funds, which took too damn long to get this second round. Yeah. And here y'all yeah. are. And, and, and the, 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 the senator from Hawaii, I do not remember her name, but I, she had on a red jacket. I remember that. And she, I believe she said, she used the words stunt and farce. And she was like, when you all are done with this stunt, <laughs> then we can get back to the real work. Like we have shit to do. Yeah. And Elizabeth Warren spoke on that too. And it's like, you're, you, 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 this also is not going to change anything. Yeah, that, that part. part. 
And that's what people were saying the entire time. So even when they were doing, I was listening to some interviews. I forget who, C-SPAN. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Cause I always, when I watch things like that I go to C-SPAN cause I don't want anybody's commentary. Yes. I just want to watch it and come up with my own, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. My own idea of what's happening, right? My own perception. So, um, so, but I was, so C-SPAN had, had moved over and they started um, interviewing people who, like you said earlier, were hiding mm-hmm. or in hiding in their bunkers or whatever. Um, and majority of those folks were saying, listen, we gonna keep, this ain't stopping nothing. We, we're still going to vote. We have yep. a duty and we are committed to yes. this duty. The vote is going to happen regardless. Yes. Regardless. Yes, indeed. And just like so many, or at least a, a good handful of the senators spoke on yesterday, there is no evidence of what I refer to him as the orange Cheeto. (laughs) There is no (laughs) evidence that the lies (laughs) that this fool is telling and claiming and have gotten people to believe. And he's been spewing this for two months, solidly two months ago was the election. But before that, before, even before yes, that. before election day even was on our calendars, this man was saying mm-hmm. he will not concede power. And, and, and in mm-hmm. conjunction with that, also saying that, <laughs> oh, we're going to win anyway. And I'm like, first of all, <laughs> you can't have that both ways, bro. Uh, yeah. You either win or you lose. And in every exactly. single presidential election in this country, there is a winner and there is a loser. <laughs> Thank you, Jim Carrey. <laughs> yes, girl. Yes. You either have either or. Right. And I knew this was planned. This is why he was saying we're going to win anyway. Because he knew, they knew what was happening. Which is a good, what, another reason why I'm not surprised. Mm. Which is why I'm like irritated, but not mm-hmm. really at the senators and the other officials who have been supporting this man this entire time who have backed him up in some ways this Mm -hmm. entire time who who condemn him but still like you know but don't go completely against him you still voted for him right you're telling him to stop being a child however you still voted for this man and now all of a sudden you are flabbergasted at what happened. And you just like the people, the people that were there were flabbergasted that officers had to use force to get them the fuck up out of there. They are not used to consequences. They don't live lives with consequences for their actions. They don't. And that's exactly what they built for themselves in this country to do whatever the fuck they Mm. want, to say whatever the fuck they want and do not think that they have consequences. And in the event that there are consequences, there's still a chance to deny. Yes. There's still a chance to play like you're oblivious because you can still live your life not truly living in those consequences. Mm. Mm. Yes, especially when those consequences are not brought about by a justice system. Because that justice system <laughs> was never set up really to, to or, or, or actually I, I will say this, in terms of these people being domestic terrorists, because let's, let's call it what it is, period. period. As the fuck you know, it is. 
in, in these people being domestic terrorists, this justice system, the Constitution and its amendments were set up to to have some sort of legal consequence for people whose actions look like the people who stormed and breached the Capitol building. But when they are incited by and supported by someone who holds the highest office in this country and who are helped and aided by police officers and other law enforcement who move aside barricades, who, as you said, who put their arms down, who take selfies and whatnot with these people, with these domestic terrorists. When you have senators who call for, for justice to be brought down upon them, we like, oh, oh, now, now, now you know better. <laughs> now y'all want y'all could have been shackled up quite a few of them girl listen the is the hypocrisy i've been using that word so many times for the past two days actually really for pff, longer <laughs> than that it's 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 hypocritical it really mm-hmm. really is and again to hear people speak on things or use language and rhetoric um that is very similar to those of us who are fighting for justice right for real, real justice, justice right for real justice um it's 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 ridiculous and and don't i don't want people to think that you know i was sitting up and laughing with entertainment all day while i was watching this um because if, that was the first stage mm-hmm. right i'm going through many stages i think we all are going to go through many stages L- soon after that like uh, maybe not soon after that <laughs> Uh, but soon after I decided to shut things down, I really began to like, to grieve. Mm -hmm. I felt bad. Like, and I I really felt, first of all, I was like, yo, we need healing. Like, I hope our healers are coming together and, and, you know, for protection and for healing all those things, because there's a lot going on that we don't see, right. We're seeing only what the media is showing us, but think about what's happening with the activists in Mm -hmm. Washington, right now right who are who have to come together to protect one another mm-hmm. and to save each other because when those folks disperse or even activists here because people came people went um there are protesters out there in uh in here in San Diego mm-hmm. in our administration building right um and they were out there pro- I don't even know how many people it was so I don't know I don't think that we had too much to worry about but you know, we have to take care of our own here because there's still fuel to this fire. The fire is yes. not out. They're going to go back. Those folks are going to go back to where they live, go back to their homes, go back in their neighborhoods and, and be hyped the fuck up because all the people that should have been fucking arrested were not. They only arrested, what, 70 people. Which that's, I mean, I don't know the number of people that were out there, but that seems like a very small dent it was very small. It was thousands of people. They arrested 70 people. And I noted, I noted they didn't arrest all the people that they should have, which I mean, when do they ever do? Right. Mm-hmm. But because they have people who went to the, their hotels later, mm-hmm. later that night or later that day after the curfew, after they were pushed out of the curfew mm-hmm. actually. Um, and, uh, and who were, back on live or back on whatever mm. saying yeah people trying to say that was antifa that wasn't antifa that was us that was blah, 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 whatever 
right? Back to a hotel, back to hotels where it's majority of them and they're chanting and hooting and hollering all this stuff. So these folks are still hyped up. They're still, we still have to come home or still have to be at home and protect ourselves because they're still angry. They're still hyped up. They still, they said themselves that they'll be back, Right. right? They want more. You know what I'm saying? So my grief was, my grief came from um, thinking about, even myself included, thinking about the people who are watching Mm -hmm. this, who have been traumatized from, you know, incidents where we've gone out and protested, um, you know, again, for rights, for basic rights, for lives of others. Even out here in San Diego, I think I've mentioned this on the show before, we had a grandmother who was shot in the forehead with a pepper bullet. Or a rubber bullet, sorry. Um, and that was extremely traumatic, right? And she was just standing there. And, she, you know, like, so I start to grieve for those of us who are watching this, watching the hypocrisy and who aren't, who weren't laughing, who weren't entertained, who were hurt by mm-hmm. that. And it did take everything in me not to go in the comments and be like, like they did us, right? And say like, get a job, go home, Da-da-da-da-da. like to jump in this info war shit on social media. It took everything in me, but I don't want to give that same energy that they get back because it all comes down to, I still understand that people disrupt when they feel like they haven't yes, been hurt. Yes, yes, yes. This, ooh, you just sparked like three thoughts right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying when you know that, when you know that, you know, then then my mindset is my mindset is yeah. different. Something something's up that they don't feel hurt. I know that they get in some bullshit information. I know yes. that a lot of this stuff is conspiracy or whatever. But at the root of it, there's an issue. Right. right. And and on one hand, it is kind of sad to um, to to think about these people who have in my mind, been brainwashed um, because they've been fed lie after lie. Like, (laughs) I do not know, I'm no history buff, but I I think it'd be pretty fair to say (laughs) that we have never had a U.S. president who has lied (laughs) so much. Everybody lie, of course, we know that, especially politicians. But damn, (laughs) They are like professional lie. Like in some way, I kind of think lawyers are <laughs> like, yeah, I'll be lying. Oh, we know that. We know that. <laughs> but I was like, bruh, you be lying. You be contradicting your own lies. You be lying on your lies. <laughs> that part. I'm just like, this that is part. a whole matrix of lies. And there are people Girl. who, because, and, and, and as we've seen just about every, every, change in in u.s president has been mostly like the the incoming president has mostly been someone opposite of the outgoing president you look at clinton (laughs) to bush (laughs) bush to obama Mm -hmm. obama to this that man that That white boy and and you see that that the the people who feel disenfranchised who feel like they lost the most and 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 feel that they were really just wronged um as as people have been chanting um stop the steal they feel like this was (laughs) 
Ooh, say that. Say Stop steal again. Steal. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I get. Look, I get why they want to. Why they? Uh, <laughs> I get why they clinging on to that. <laughs> that line. Stop the way the you just said that. Steal. Ooh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they, I, no, <laughs> they I, I feel like in the orange cheeto they found someone who they thought they could align themselves with who they thought had their best interest at heart who campaigned on bringing jobs back to the midwest who campaigned on some shit that i'm like cole you're talking about coal. <laughs> you really want uh-huh. to bring coal back? Coal, coal we still coal. doing that. <laughs> Come on, even we ain't even like coal on Martin. For real, Santa Claus ain't even giving out coal no more. <laughs> <laughs> but he's, he's... <laughs> <laughs> this man. That was good. <laughs> Shout out to Santa Claus. <laughs> this man sold sold them dreams weaved of lies and when you are so desperate and you feel so disenfranchised that you feel so pushed to the edge and marginalized and unthought of in in the mainstream media or in mainstream politics and you feel like no one has your back I can imagine that the first person who speaks a little bit of fire into your heart, you going to ride with them. And, you know, he's not a politician. Damn sure ain't no politician. So, you know, he, he, he represents someone who is not of the establishment. You're like, oh, I can, I can get on board with this. This person resonates with me. Sure. Yeah. Let's give him a chance. Yeah. When, (laughs) When he somehow <laughs> one and was elected to office in 2016 the rest of us who did not vote for him who did not support him and still don't we were hurt then but you know what <laughs> we accepted it and we went on and we lived four more years of our lives those of us who 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 were blessed to to continue and who are still here with us today we accepted the loss we went on four more years damn sure trying to get them out (laughs) trying trying because we were like hello (laughs) hello is anyone gonna stand up to this man i hope that there is never someone who has so much money that they can by me enough to change to change my fundamental and moral ground and seeing seeing some of the senators ring the bell I was like you're so late in this you're so late you had four fucking years to say hey guys I think this guy's kind of (laughs) nuts. Hey, colleagues, what this guy is doing is wrong and he is obstructing justice. This is not right. And and even uh, uh, you you spoke earlier on, um, on 
you know, we, we've seen this before. And I also want to, I want to quote a little of um, Governor Whitmer, who's the governor of Michigan, my home state, um, who I <laughs> affectionately call Big Gritch, because um, <laughs> her, her first name's Gretchen, um, who we all know last year, she was a target of, oh, of yeah. radicals who um, approached the, the Michigan, um, uh, I forget which, which building exactly, but a, um, a federal building in Michigan uh, in attempts mm-hmm. to kidnap her. And she said, mm-hmm. words have consequences. We have a leader in our White House who has been egging this on, who has been encouraging and excusing this. These same people who were threatening to kill me were who Trump tweeted, are very fine people I should negotiate with. And we didn't hear anyone in the Republican establishment stand up and say domestic terrorism will not stand. Now we see some people standing up and I'm glad that they are now because whether I'm the target or Dr. Fauci or the secretary of state in Georgia or our whole Congress is, it is wrong. It is anti-American and these people need to be held accountable. Mm -hmm. End quote. (laughs) It's, it's really disheartening and, um, and it, it also made me tear up a little hearing some of the, the senators speak about, you know, the, the, the foundings of, of this country and its basings, you know, on democracy and truth. And I was like, well, you know, democracy for some people, <laughs> but only three fifths for some of us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was, I was still moved um, because I was like, you all are, you all are saying you should have been saying the whole time, like, yes, on one hand, thank you for actually saying these words, but like you, you missed so many opportunities. That, but that's for, that for me is the hypocrisy, right? That for me is why I was really laughing. Um, Because, or even when, even when they were saying things or, or yeah, even when they weren't, even when you could tell they disagreed with anything that this president has said, or even anyone else in the administration has said or done, they wasn't really saying it for real, for real. They weren't saying it with their chest, right. you know what I'm saying? And they weren't, and it could be because they knew that they either, they knew that their constituents, mm. you know, feel the same way or, or what, who knows? But like, this is, this is definitely a, another example of when we say silence is violence. Yeah. Right. Yes, so yes, just yes. as just as much as when folks, you know, just as much as when when people are using hateful or short BS rhetoric, um, you know, when you're silent and you right. know exactly that, you know exactly what that's doing, you know exactly what they're saying, but you still remain silent. You don't speak up and step up. That still incites violence. It validates it validates violence for people. So two words that were used like a ridiculous amount of times yesterday democracy and united Mm, yes i don't i live in the united states but i've never been in the united states Mm. that makes sense you pick up what you pick that up Mm. (laughs) when have we ever been right yeah when have we ever been so we can't use those words 
and think that it, it has substance behind it because it doesn't. Because in reality, we are not united. In reality, in reality, we are not. And that is because we, and that's not, it's for multiple reasons, but let's start with our educational system and let's, let's talk about redlining and gendermandering and let's talk about, again, segregation. Let's talk about um, the school to prison pipeline and, and what mm-hmm. neighborhoods that's happening the most in, right? We are starting from at a very young ages teaching our kids that everybody is different from you, right? Teaching kids what they are entitled to and what they are not entitled to, right? We're starting mm-hmm. from a very young age of, of dismissing true history and true tragedies in our history and how we got to and how folks have gotten to living the lives that they do now. When you take that out, you are doing a disservice. When you when you are not telling the full truth, even at a very young age, you are doing a disservice, okay? And that's exactly why these folks are out here, again, in these info wars, going back and forth mm. about what happened when in the civil war and blah, 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 what happened when, because not all of us are walking these streets with the same information. That part. And over the past four years or or at least a solid three I don't remember when the term fake news really started to to be a, a common phrase I was hearing but when you really hear facts being undermined and and doctored news and doctored videos being presented and and there's just this this cacophony of clips and bits from from different places And when the truth gets blurred in all of that, or as you said, when, when the truth is omitted, Mm -hmm. that's, that's where I really start to believe or not start to believe, but that's where I, I think that we all start losing as a whole because it's one level to wade through facts and misinformation to settle on the truth. And then <laughs> with truth and facts, mm-hmm. we can, we can debate, we can yeah. go back and forth about difference of opinions and what you believe in. But when we got the facts fucked up, girl, it's a shit show from there. <laughs> it's a shit show from there. Show. That's, a, and and that's exactly what we're saying too. Is like, again, that's why I was laughing, listening to folks, um, I was laughing listening to folks on these interviews because even when they have the facts, we have to look at how the facts are being fed to you, right? Mm. So I listened to this man and he was like, um, you know what? It's the media. Like, it's, you know, like you're cool talking to the reporter that he was mm-hmm. speaking to at the moment, but you're cool. But like, you know what, man? Like, it's <laughs> it's just the media, you know? The media is, is telling everybody, you know, to use the mail-in ballots and, you know, and everybody used, girl, listen, and everybody used the mail-in ballots. Sorry, that was my <laughs> response to Mendes' face. He goes, <laughs> the media, you know, is, is telling everybody out there to vote and use the mail-in ballots. And, you know, the people use the mail-in ballots and, and they all voted for Biden and blah, blah, blah. Like, um, bruh. <laughs> it's ridiculous like sir <laughs> do not know how the system works do you also not know, like and then and even even the same thing I think folks may have gotten this information by now but um there was a, a coach who was a white man I think he was 
working for the somewhere in Tennessee, don't know exactly what institution in Tennessee. Um, but he was working in Tennessee and he he had made a tweet about mm-hmm. out and saying that, like, and I think he tagged her too, and basically was like, um, he had made fun of Stacey Abrams and mm. was saying that you know, she's still not governor, but I hope she's happy about what happened. Basically, basically saying that what she did, meaning making folks aware of their voting rights, making Mm -hmm. folks like, you know, and, and, and encouraging people to go out and vote and exercise those rights. Um, And we see that as a a graceful thing, as a beautiful thing, as a very important and strong thing, girl, he's like vilifying her for that. He's like, I hope you're happy. Yes. They are upset that people voted. At the end of the day, listening to those folks, they are upset that people exercise their rights to vote. You know, he actually says something that I say often. I'm saying like, you know, people should vote. People who are educated on what they're voting on Mm. You know, it is important for those is important for us to vote. Right. Um, Because it's dangerous when we vote and we are uneducated on on what yes. we're voting on, right? When we're voting for people who we don't know even what the position is. So he's yes. so he he said some like I said I was hearing a lot of people say some similar things to what we say, but just on a with a different mindset and a different um purpose, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but he he was saying that in a way of like he was saying that again just being upset that people came out to vote. He was upset that the media and folks who use the media um, use that to encourage people <laughs> to vote. But he, exactly, anybody who wants their candidate to win would encourage people to go and vote that's not a Mandy <laughs> that's not a one-sided thing it's not a one-sided thing friend not oh my all. gosh but if you but listening to him and I think and this is this is this also brings me back to something I said a while back to mm-hmm. I don't know if I said this on the show before but I know I've said this just in life but it's very important to be mindful of course of what we say mm-hmm but also check our tone Mm. because again, this man, I agreed with him people. It is, it's, it's beneficial Mm -hmm. or it makes more sense when we truly educate ourselves when we vote and we know what we're voting for. Right. Absolutely. We know that that hasn't happened, but that is happening more, more people are, are understanding the system more people are are paying attention to politics and more mm-hmm. people are voting after doing research and educating themselves on who and the what's okay absolutely self-included <laughs> which you, you said right mm-hmm. so and and that that's powerful that's that's how we get to where we are now where we get we have wins um but when you still have people out there who don't who don't but or who or again or who is who's fed misinformation and Mm. only misinformation, um, then, you know, we get the outcome, we get the outcome that we have now. And that is angry people who have substance behind what they're saying and may have substance behind what they're angry about, but who don't understand a system who do not understand the system enough 
mm. to truly question the information that they are being fed. And I know you definitely did, but maybe both of us have said the word heal or healing today. Um, it's definitely been a word on my mind in the past 24 hours, but we, we as a people need healing and I can right. only imagine what, what this mess looks like from the, from the outside in, what this mess has looked like from the outside in for four years, because we, <laughs> we, we've seen footage and we've seen images of other presidents and of other highly elected officials from other countries in a way, like mock us and, and to the orange Cheetos face, you know, <laughs> yes, seen, and I've yeah. laughed at them, <laughs> seen yes. the, the little shady things that, um, oh, I forget his name, but I can see his face. The, the, the prime minister of Japan Oh yeah, uh, that, we, that we've seen Justin yeah. Trudeau <laughs> of Canada. Yes, girl. And, and those images are out there. I've already seen an image of Trump. I don't know if he's, he's in some office who knows if it's the, if it's the, um, Oval office, but in some office with a with a match that's lit mm-hmm. and people outside with torches and stuff, like basically saying like he's burning this shit down himself. They see it, so they they see it. I forget mm, who that came from yes. too. Um, but they they see it. They really do. And the and the crazy part is we we see it too. And when I say black and brown folks, just when I'm going to say black and brown folks, I don't mean all of us, um, because I know that there's there's folks out there who are Trump supporters um, and and who are also anti-Black. I'm just going to put it <laughs> plain and simple. Um, white supremacy does not reside solely mm-hmm. in white bodies. It doesn't. We got Black folks who still carry the ideas um, of white supremacists. And, mm. and we see that in number of people candace owens is the prime example of that she don't like us i don't know why she don't like us however she she's using that or being used or whatever she's a token (laughs) because she can't deny her blackness but she just don't like black people um and Mm. everything that she spews out in her mouth only is validates right unfortunately racist ideals but us as black and brown folks who um, have seen these injustices, right? Going back to the grief that I felt, I was thinking about us and, and thinking about, you know, how we're basically could be triggered watching these things. Um, even just watching, regardless if they were white or not, watching folks be um, uh, reprimanded or watching folks be um, attacked by officers, What no matter what led to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was thinking about that, but I'm also thinking about, you know, us watching it and, and this is, this is really, I know we're talking about it cause it's all over social media, but us watching it and, and making comparisons. Yes. 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 You know, us, us watching it and being like, oh, this will never be us. So a few things with that, that I've seen, a few things with that. First of all, there have, and again, we we respond or react to what information we have at right. that moment. But um, the the latest statistics that I found was that we had they had seventy arrests, mm-hmm. four people died. Mm-hmm. We don't know if it's all civilians, but or not. One woman actually was uh, part of, of a white supremacist group here in San wow. Diego. The first woman was shot in the neck. Yes. Yes. So San Diego is blowing up right now, by the way. She yes. traveled. She's part of the DEC. 
they all travel. A lot of them travel. I mean, yes, most of them. Yes, travel. and she traveled. She traveled, <laughs> yeah. traveled all the way across <laughs> the country. Literally, literally, wow. right? Yes. So she traveled, traveled. Um. So yeah. So she. So San Diego was blown up by that. So four people died. Over seventy arrests, or about seventy arrests. Um. And they over fifty officers were injured. Right. Mm. So there was real violence happening inside of that building and outside of that building. So I, I want to make sure that folks understand that. And I want to make sure that folks get that information, because, I, again, I'm starting to see posts and things like that. That's like that's insinuating that nobody was touched. No, mm. people were touched. There was real violence yeah. that happened. Um, there was real violence that happened. Now, going back to the conversation of, of the how. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that. That is the com. That's a deep conversation because the police chief himself, or sorry, the the capital um, officer, the main capital chief himself, said that they they knew that they were coming. Even senators who were who were doing um, interviews, right, as they were in hiding. Yeah, yeah. They said that they knew. They said that they knew that these they knew about the rally. They knew that some of them even said proud boys right mm-hmm. who we know are courageously violent um they a number of people had said that they knew that they were coming then the chief himself said that they had submitted um they had submitted a request to have the national guard waiting there mm-hmm. and at that day at the last minute the request was denied knowing who was coming and 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 the number of people that were coming and then another request wasn't sent until uh until after officers were injured oh because think about it the meeting was going on for hours yeah because the meeting was going on for hours before a second request was even put in which i understand some of it but like damn bro like come on i would have been you know uh uh-uh yeah uh uh-uh yeah you as soon as it was denied, put in another one right then and there. You're not going to put in a request so after officers were injured. Right. So like you put in officers, officers, you have put officers in danger. And it's not just him. I'm not just talking about the chief. I'm talking about anybody else who was involved. Again, when we talk about the who and the why, anybody else was who was anybody else that was involved. They had they also had state of, and city officials out there, too, because the 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 one of the House members mm-hmm. who was just sworn in what a month ago he he went live and he was at the front when they first started storming in wow. and he was screaming and yelling we're in we're in rear stand down all that stuff he put his face on there and everything wow and then once to turn around yes girl so the high number of people that are involved in this i think is crazy and they want to start these little investigations we have we got the videos we got the pictures they they are blatant about this stuff they're giving you this information yeah. They are giving you because they didn't think about the consequences because they thought that this was going to this really was going to do some shit for them. They really did. They really did. They really did, friend. I'm also connecting that with the fact that the very first, I'll say, bout or the very first roster on, of the administration mm. was we had people who were in place, who had experience, who, you know, who, who had real and true experience and make careers out of security and national security and, and, and politics as a whole and lawmaking, 
you know, all those things. We have a list of people who, who were set in place to do their jobs and who were not do boys. They were fired or they resigned and they were replaced with do boys and do girls. Which two things with that. I, cause I, I was thinking about this. This was planned. Okay. Sorry. I <laughs> could not keep up with all the people who were fired or left their position in all different levels of the administration with all different levels of security clearance over these past four years could not keep up with it. Like there were so many positions that I was probably thinking the person who was in it was like two persons ago. And I'm like, I can't keep up with this. And, and that on top of, and this was noted last night in, in the many mentionings of the fact that out of all 60 cases <laughs> that were held across this country, uh, um, when, you know, Orange Cheeto said, voter fraud, voter fraud. And all of these judges, I think there was one that threw out the case on technicality. And I'm like, you fucking mm -hmm. coward. And <laughs> <laughs> the rest of these cases, and, and a lot of them, were decided by Republican judges who had been appointed during this administration. And they all said there is no <laughs> sufficient evidence that Girl. fraud, that voter fraud happened and that anything mm -hmm. that could be overturned would change the outcome of this election, yeah. which was what this yeah. is all about something mm -hmm. that happened and was decided two months ago, mm -hmm. but took so long to be officially yeah. <laughs> confirmed. This process that was supposed to happen on Wednesday, January 6th mm -hmm. was supposed to be more of a formality. It was supposed to take a couple yeah. of hours <laughs> mm -hmm. because we, we are so far past the bullshit of this. Girl. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be, Just let it be. <laughs> the next vice president. <laughs> I'm sorry, are the next president are. and vice president of this country. You lost, bro. Wow. You fucking lost the Just big one. It. And you know what? Yeah. You lost it once. Twice. Right, right, right. You, <laughs> you see me holding up the two, but I'm like, you lost it on the second go round. You won the first one. I'm gonna put that in air quotes. You won <laughs> the first one. Right, because we forget why you're talking about stealing right. votes. We forget that our <laughs> what happened four years ago. Not only let's talk about let's talk about Bush and Gore. I know we were we were pretty young then. And you know, I'm I'm a little baby, but <laughs> I'm a baby millennial. Yeah, that, that little baby. Yeah, that little baby. But I remember, I remember conversations about Bush and Gore, because that's when I started to to really start to pay, yeah, to pay attention and to start to understand mm -hmm. popular vote, the electoral college mm -hmm. and what all that mm -hmm. means and how it all shakes out. And in mm -hmm. every election, because somebody has to lose, some side has to lose in mm -hmm. every election, there's always accusations of fraud and irregularities and illegal doings. Yeah. And when you're, when you're counting 
millions of ballots for all the people who vote in this country. Like, I, I, I do not, I love me some numbers. I believe in numbers, but I do not believe that those numbers are 100% down to the count. There is a margin yeah. of error yeah. in, in any, when you're counting that many fucking things, <laughs> there's going to be some irregularity, some sort of slip up. But there's no way that you can <laughs> that you can say I won fair and square four years ago when and, and when that process is repeated, you want to scream, they stole it from me. No, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <You> lost. <laughs> I never heard you say the B word. Oh my gosh. Y'all really upsetting me and my homegirls if she said the B word. <laughs> be big man yeah girl it's it's all yeah for me again it all comes down to like just let's educate people appropriately Mm -hmm. let's teach people how to truly be critical and analytical about the information they receive because I kid you not like I don't know just listen to the people who who are actually in this who know this why y'all listening to people commentators Mm -hmm. who probably have never even stepped foot into the white house that part that makes no sense to me. That makes no sense to me. Just sit back and listen. That now I understand. You know what? I told you I watched like C-SPAN and stuff on yeah. YouTube all the time. I watch the live streams and stuff that they do. And I just have an um, image of like this old man just sitting back, just watching, watching C-SPAN all day. And I really feel like that. <laughs> Does you? It, I could be having a vision of a past mm-hmm. life, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I really I feel like that because I just sit back and the C-SPAN and again it's it's people or some type of other news outlet where it's not commentators hooting and hollering Mm -hmm. it's not people giving me their perspective it's me watching it head on and and getting my own perspective and whether it's funny or it's upsetting whatever nobody is telling me (laughs) nobody is telling me what's happening and how to feel because I am watching these press conferences I'm gonna watch the whole thing I don't want nobody I don't want nobody telling me what happened about a press conference and because I kid you not it's been countless times where I've gone back to watch the same thing these people have seen and had a completely different perspective Mm -hmm. completely different and saw something completely different pulled something different out it's like the bible especially when you look at the old testament but I'm gonna let that one. As you could tell, our energy, our energy together mm-hmm. is already kind of lifted. You know, I want to end it on a positive note because again, we started off low energy and not defeated, but deplenished <laughs> in a sense. I use that word right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. But um, but I want to end this on a on a positive-ish note. Um, because like again, like anything else in life, there's 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 going to be a positive outcome even if it comes with more grief and more violence and mm-hmm. more feeling depleted more mm-hmm. you know all those things i think there's going to be a more positive outcome here is the po- here is the positive outcome here is the last stage i was in yesterday okay i talked about my two stages i talked about me being entertained mm-hmm. and laughing and then i talked about my stage of grief um mm-hmm. the last stage that that i recognized that i was in was mm-hmm. a stage of some type of hopefulness and let me tell you why because one thing that we've Mm -hmm. been saying i've been telling everybody especially our black and brown folks don't go out there with them don't let's not go out there let's let the white boys Mm -hmm. fight the white boys okay 
and and the other people of color who want to be those white boys and women you know what i'm saying let them do that Mm. because what's happening right now is we're witnessing white supremacy versus white privilege and white privilege is embedded in all of that okay it's nothing but white folks fighting white folks and we as we've joked around about on social media and we are sitting back and we are watching so not only should we sit back and watch but we should also wait for our our opportunity to really fight for justice wait for our opportunity to like the Mm. like the university coach people who want to act up wait for our opportunity to Mm. smack them up with a pink slip and say you're fired okay let's get ready to pounce on ways that we can get justice and we can replace these motherfuckers so while they out there fighting each other let's let's go let's replace them with real folks while they out there showing their true colors and again being straight hypocrites Let's go out there and let's do whatever. Do you want, do you know that the woman from San Diego who was killed, the first woman who, who passed away, they started to shout, say her name. Mm-hmm. And they are, they are, they're, they started to say, shout, say Stop. her name. And they are want, they want to treat her like a martyr. Well, you know what? My first, exactly. Nope. My, nope. my, my first uh, reaction is to be like, oh, hell no. However, However, let's also look back in our history and think about how many times it took something so egregious as that has happened to us in the past to happen to someone white, to finally happen to them, for us to get justice. It's hard. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it happens, right? It's a hard pill to swallow, but it happens. So we... What what did old boy say? Stand back and stand down or whatever. We can stand back and stand down. But in the event that it is time for us to really grab the justice that we know we we can get, let's get it, y'all. Let's get it. Let's get it. And we will continue to educate folks, but let's get it. Absolutely. Also, because let's not forget that we just elected a bunch of people to a few different mm-hmm. offices this past November. And in, uh, I, I want to say two years, let's just round it off. In another two years, some more people's seats are going to be up for election, especially some of them that wasn't up this year. And I'm like, y'all, if Georgia, Georgia has not voted for the democratic president like has been a red state has not been a blue state in terms of presidential elections since 1992 since oh boy bill clinton because you know he's from bama (laughs) i'm sorry arkansas he's from arkansas he's from arkansas and if a deep south state like georgia with the help of phenomenal black women Okay, <laughs> with the, with the help of their all hands on deck efforts, and and so many more community efforts, if we can get that to happen, come on now, come on now, and and I I love that the the idea of of ending this on a on a positive note because transition is coming, it is happening. We are in the midst of it, and. Among other things, Joe Biden did 
run on the idea of uniting this country and 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 being a president for the whole country yeah true. now he said that. that was a beautiful thing he said today too he did he did say that and I don't agree with everything he says or does that is the message that we need from someone who holds the presidential office of this fucking exactly. country exactly we we need a vision of hope. Why do you think hope and change was so fucking powerful when Obama ran on that back in um 2000, uh, 2008? Oh, ran oh, to seven, win. Eight. Yeah, eight. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was yeah, thinking about one, the campaign. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, yes, yes. But yes. <laughs> you could. Hope and change. Hope and change. That's what fucking everybody on both any of these sides wants. <laughs> hope and change, baby. And I and love Mandisa this episode. Baby, we get Mandisa this episode. She didn't say a fucking Thomas, baby. Oh. <laughs> I see what y'all done did to my girl. They didn't, they didn't piss me off. off. Right. We didn't hear all three accents. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> y'all done got me going good i'm here for it i'm here for it but we need we need we need a vision of hope and of healing because we're humans we will have a difference of opinions we will have shit we do not agree on we will live different lifestyles that lead us to believe and desire different things but at the end of the day we're all fucking humans and we want to live in a country where we are safe, where we are valued and we feel protected. Mm -hmm. And so many of us on, on both sides of the aisle (laughs) do not feel that we are. And, and we really do have to, we all have to listen and and really act with, with our guts and, and with truth. That's real. And facts. Come on. That's real. Show us the rest. Come on, waiting for you. Huh, that is real. That is real. So even if we don't see it in our lifetime, I think we could mm. be. I think that that it's still okay to let that lead us lead us in life. You know, absolutely. It's, it's, because our kids may see it and their kids may see it you know. So I saw a meme today and it was like this guy was uh, this little kid was sitting there, like you know, looking tired and depleted. <laughs> and the words around him said like dang i'm really tired of of, of what he say? dang i'm really tired of living through um historical moments or something like that and i was like mm. damn that's the truth baby because bruh us millennials we didn't been through it baby you want to talk about we didn't see within the same not the same decade, but within a span of 10 years, within a decade, two <laughs> financial crises, mm-hmm. living through a whole pandemic, not far <laughs> out when most of us have finished schooling bro. for which we are in debt. <laughs> like, bruh, going through it, going, going through it and still have a generation, the, the, the boomers <laughs> who are still alive and kicking. Girl. Look, kicking for real. Want to tout? Want to tout? You know the 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 things that they've attained that we should also attain, and we like. But help, yeah, girl, that part. <laughs> help, please. That part. That whole part. 
and 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 yet we're still able to be so innovative you know we're so yes, yes so it's like i have i have confidence in our generation i have confidence in the younger generation um and mm-hmm. it, but again i i i'm encouraging people to look at the educational system and i know that we have folks out there who are fighting for for a mm-hmm. real system, for a truly diverse system, for uh, who are fighting against a lot of injustices. And when I say fighting, that doesn't look like going out and protesting all that's for everybody. That looks like really just speaking up, right? That looks like showing up to council meetings. That looks like showing up to board meetings. That looks like, you know, that looks like even virtually in a pandemic, that looks like showing up in numbers and letting people know that you are watching them, letting people know that, that you, you see them. You see when they vote for and against something that is egregious, right? We see what you're saying about our kids. That's all a part of it. So and I'm looking forward to, to, yeah, folks just being even more engaged civically than they've ever been before. Um, even Absolutely. if that makes other people upset, like that man was upset that more people voted in history. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also like, bruh, we've gotten to be a larger population that part too <laughs> that that happens. it happens we're a larger population larger population more people, more people vote. vote and and the more we educate people on voting the more people are going to vote so how you mad that you have people out here who are exercising their right why he's why is he mad because <laughs> his identity is connected to folks who are used to suppressing other folks mm. voices say that's how because he he yeah anyway i'm gonna shut up because i don't know that man and now i'm gonna be projecting <laughs> now i'm gonna be projecting however i know about i i, I know i worry about that positivity <laughs> we need it we, we need, need it, it. y'all need listen it. so our audience y'all thank y'all so much for listening to us i know this is a very different episode um, but it was needed. It was needed for us. I really hope that it was much needed for you. Please share this with your friends, your family, um, your families or other loved ones. Um, just just share it. And and if we've said anything that's related to you, um, find us on IG at Living Millennial PC and let us know. Uh, you can also send us an email, livingmillennialpc at gmail.com. And you know, if you need more characters <laughs> and let us, let us know <laughs> what y'all thoughts are and how y'all feel about everything. Um, you know, this is a safe space for everyone. Um, and we are here to listen and to receive feedback, not just about the show, but just, we want to, we want to know how folks are feeling out there. We talked about healing. Um, and, and that's the goal at the end of the day, at the end of our conversations, we want y'all to feel related to, um, which can lead and add to healing all right you guys thanks again so much for tuning in we love and appreciate y'all y'all know what to do follow us on ig at living millennial pc find us on facebook at living millennial podcast and stay tuned make sure you subscribe make sure you rate and review and stay connected with us stay tuned because we have some great things coming your way that we are excited to announce to y'all hey Ow. Thank you all for tuning in. Tuning in. This is Living Millennial. <laughs> we are living millennial. Oh,
All right, friends, that's our show. Tune in next time. Hey, more to come. More, more, more to come. Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.